0: That's the whole-
1: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's episode six of IGN's weekly Xbox show. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right, Destin Legary Bam. Counterclockwise around the table. Yes, we're back in audio form. So now I have to. Paint, p- paint, I got to paint the picture for you. Picture. <laughs> Miranda Sanchez. Hi. Hello. And Brandon Tyrell is too lazy to be here. That's yeah, really yeah, all yeah, there is to it.
0: You know him. Super.
1: Super lazy guy. No, Can't he's, trust he's, <laughs> he's. He's. uh He is eye, eyelash years, deep. In a in a major review that is uh, due very very soon, so he's uh, he's a little pressed for time, but uh, so are we. Actually, it's GDC week, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love GDC week. It's it's sort of E3 on Xanax. You know, it's just sort of mellower, like okay, and yeah. we get to we get to sleep to in it. our own beds because <laughs> it's here in San Francisco. But yeah, we get to see a lot of cool game developers and attend some neat panels on on just interesting stuff that you know maybe we find. We find interesting and pass along to the audience it's as just we report on it.
0: such a nice time to learn, too. Like, there's yes. not a lot of opportunities for us to sit down with developers and, like, just learn about their craft and, like, what goes into developing a video game beyond, like, what we do in our basic interviews in IGN First, which are our best times to actually learn about things. But this is at that massive scale of, like, doing these video game postmorts and going into, like, animation details And it's, like, really geeky, nerdy stuff, and I love it so much. Yeah, It's one of the few times where we just, I think, get to go get, like, set loose
1: and just have fun. Yeah, like, uh, one of the panels I'm going to this week is, uh, it's with Rockstar North, and it's about, like, world building. Like, yeah, I want to hear how the people who I think are arguably the the best in the world at that approach Mm -hmm. it. That'll be, you know, it might not necessarily result in anything sort of newsworthy for the IGN audience, but, yeah, it'll help. Help me understand gaming better, which is, Mm -hmm. which in, which in its own way, helps us do our jobs.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think uh, having an understanding of that is very helpful when we're trying to critique something, right? Yeah. The more you know about it, the better and more informative opinion you'll have. So, Definitely. Good time for us.
1: All right. Uh, let's get started with the news. We are a bit short for time because, speaking of panels, Miranda has to get to one. You've got- Google's <laughs>
2: revealing to- news right now.
1: I know. Is- we're missing <laughs> we're yeah. missing the, the rest of the Google keynote where they've unveiled the Stadia thing, this mm-hmm. streaming initiative, which... Who knows? Maybe maybe that's what we're all going to be doing
2: in five years, well, and there, well, <laughs> there'll I, be there'll barely be an Xbox or a PlayStation. I don't know. Well, I was watching it, and I'm like, maybe this is what Xbox has been kind of teasing, sort of a similar platform. I
0: right? wonder if they have the same capabilities as Google, though. Um, also, mm. I always have to disclose this. My dad works for Google, so he like works on their data centers and stuff, so I get other information and just want to make sure everyone knows that. He has all um, the scoops. Kinda. Yeah. He's I guess he said he's like played it quite a bit and that it works really, really well. Um don't get and fire, Miranda. they're very much huh?
2: Don't get your dad. I don't know. Fired. Yeah, I, know. Well, I, I
0: mean it's public now, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said that they're very much leaning into their strength, which is their data centers and having this streaming capability. And I think we've seen a lot of these sort of devices pop up before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not Google, right? Like they don't have those massive data centers out exactly. there that they're like powering a billion things. I mean, yeah. um. you,
1: you can draw the parallel. It's not, you know, Google focusing on this is is not unlike Microsoft as a software company creating Xbox Live. You know, yep. launching that in 2002, like that was playing right into the strength of what Microsoft does really well. And look what happened. It became the de facto industry standard online service for for many, many years, certainly on the console side, absolutely.
0: So I think the biggest question definitely comes down to, like, how well does this actually work? Um, I'm curious if they release a price. Like, obviously, we're not in there, so we can't watch and, like, see. (laughs) So I'm just like, how much is this? Because this would be kind of a cool thing to have, like, if you're on the go and you want to play something. It's, like, weird to say, because it's obviously not going to have the saves that you have on any of your other systems. Right. So it's like, this is the, maybe the catch-up machine. It's like, I'm traveling, and I want to play this game that I missed if it happens to be on there, and like that could be a way to use this, but I think for people like me who have all the other systems, there's not really reason for me to have this. So
1: it's kind well, of well, yeah. Like on. it's going to be interesting to see how this and and believe me, I know I know we're on an Xbox show, but it's yeah. sort of the future of our industry. Like, oh, for sure. But this and X you know, mm-hmm. will they coexist? Will they not coexist? Will they, you know, how how will that sort of shake out yeah. uh, in the future? Will they will they be a thing that? gamers need to have both of. Or are you going to choose one of those? How will that work? We shall see. But
2: I keeping an eye on the news as we record this, actually. I'll just refresh every
1: like five minutes. Yeah. See if a price yeah. pops up or any other. Oh, yeah. No, I can call us
0: out for looking at our phones now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just had to Google something.
1: Oh. No. Uh, all right. So getting started with the news for this week. And by the way, I do want to now that we're back full time in in audio only form. I do want to get back to making this more of an audio show. So uh, I went and I went and searched my computer, uh, my work computer, and I did find the old an old intro, which you hopefully heard because that means I I both it worked and I remembered to put it in after I after I edit this. I found an intro and I found an outro, but there's there's a bumper that i had that i can't find as hmm. that i would use between segments like between the intro and the news I between the that. news yeah. yeah i still to so, the show so i can't find it on my computer so um, maybe, I don't know if somebody wants to you, make me one, like just a also, little of uh, somebody in the, cause the people, our audience made the intro and outro too. I wish I, I don't have the, right, the person's right. name in front of me, but, um, yeah, the, the bumper would need to be like a little, you know, just fun video gamey and like five seconds long with a, you, ideally with a fade in and fade out. That's sort of, that would be, those would be the guidelines. If any audio minded folks wanted to take a crack at a between segment bumper for us back here on our, our newly relaunched audio form. Okay, Turtle Rock. Remember Turtle Rock? The sure makers do. of Left 4 Dead. They went on to evolve because uh, Valve ended up taking Left 4 Dead 2 in-house. And uh, Turtle Rock has returned in, with a game called, <clears throat> let me just <clears throat> make sure I get this right, Back for the number 4, Blood. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I'm sure that's just a coincidence. I'm sure that, that just... That's maybe just how they like to name their
2: games. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, in no way an homage to <laughs> uh, any other property they've worked. It's a
0: little, on. A little bit of an aggressive name as well. <laughs> hmm, <laughs>
1: <that's>,
0: hmm. <laughs> I see you.
1: <laughs> I mean, I say that in jest, but I'll. Yeah. I, I, I will say I'm I'm thrilled to hear this. So Turtle Rock has partnered with Warner Brothers. WB is going to be the publisher on this. It is a, as you expect from the name, a next generation cooperative first person shooter that will be quote designed from the ground up as an original premium title and marries the best of what made the co-op zombie shooter so successful with new features and state-of-the-art technology. We get to return to a genre that was born in our studio with over 10 years of additional experience and zombie ideas racked up in our brains, says Chris Ashton, the studio's design director and one of the studio co-founders. I love this. Mm -hmm. I love this. I mean, everyone's wanted a new Left 4 Dead for a long time. And this seemingly they're going to they're just they're running straight at it. They're not trying to (laughs) they're not trying to avoid it. They're just going headlong like, yes, we are going to do this.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. It's exciting to see them just say, hey, we've had these ideas and we're going to implement them. And of course, in UIP, like build a different kind of universe around it. But it's still zombies, still shooter, still probably going to be a lot of fun.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see.
2: Left 4 Dead 3, please. So? That's all I... That's, all that's I. what this is! This
1: is it's the closest you're ever gonna get, yeah. Dustin.
2: Yeah, I know. You sound disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just... It's not that I'm disappointed. It's that it's always hard to ramble off of a story. It's like, hey, we're making a game. There's gonna be zombies in it. I'm like, cool, I guess? Like, there's no visual aspect for me to really bounce. No, it. like, okay, well, we don't know what engine. They just
1: say, you know, yeah. new technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, will yeah. it be Unreal Engine? Will they, you know, pick up... You know,
2: could they do Unity? Something else? Yeah, that remains to be seen. I don't mean to sound down on it or anything. Uh, like, great, Turtle Rock's making a new, uh, basically Left 4 Dead game. I can't wait to see it, and I hope it's good when I can actually see it.
0: Yeah, definitely yeah. interested. Into, like, can you can you show us yeah. something?
2: Yeah, like, Probably right? E3, the, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, the announcement itself is really weird. It's, yeah, uh, uh,
1: uh, on a message board. Yeah, this was on a message board, <laughs> it's like, the, what? The, the, the Turtle Rock <laughs> message boards. Which I agree is is a bit strange, at least by current standards. When we see, you know, Mortal Kombat doing a gameplay reveal <laughs> via like a, a massive Access-ness. live event, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, here, and here we go, just a just a nice humble message board announcement.
0: I'm kind of like, is this? I mean, I guess if you're going to the message boards, like you want your fans, your like most hardcore fans, because like who yeah. uses message boards that much anymore? Let's be real. Um, <laughs> It's not me. It's been so long. I used to be, like, super big into message boards. Anyway, that aside, I feel like those are the people who are, like, super love to Rock, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. there. and They're waiting. And that's kind of cool that they did that. But at the same time, it feels like, are you guys, like, not super confident in this? Is it <laughs> super far away? Like, what? Why? That's so
1: weird. That, the, that's wh- The why is a fair question. It is. Um, I would suspect now, if they do show this off at E3, which I almost feel like they have to now, if they just went and put this on their message board in March... But uh, it almost has to be on Microsoft stage, unless yep. WB decides to suddenly do a press conference, which I doubt they will, given that they're going to have shipped Mortal Kombat, which is the biggest thing in their portfolio.
2: Yeah, this will uh, probably be, be shown at E3. I don't know what sort of interest it will garner. I mean, that's always an interesting thing to consider. I, like WB sometimes does a, a really really big loadout, so it'll probably have a space within their booth. I hopefully right, and we can check it out and report back at that point if it's there. Mm-hmm.
0: If it really fully exists, it'll true. be
2: there. True. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I would get, I would like they could throw together a, a map. You know, if they're using Havoc or whatever, they know that engine well enough. I think they could put something together for E3.
1: Destin, expert on game development. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, for, 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 a vert, for a vertical Havoc's slide. Havoc's a physics engine, by the way. Oh, oh well, whatever <laughs> rather, platform they're developing You'd rather developing hear it way. from me than from yeah. the audience in the comments. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, Thank you, dummy me, Havoc's a physics engine. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> well, what did they make Left 4 Dead with? Uh, that's actually a really good question. It, yeah. I don't know if it
1: was. I guess it, well, it was. they made it with Valve, so it mm-hmm. was Source. So I guess, yeah, I, that it is Source, but, um, yeah, they were the leads on it. And this probably won't be source, I would uh imagine. Yeah. But uh, there are plenty of other. They could use CryEngine, they could Mm. use. Unreal. Yeah, they use Th- cry throw some Havoc for, uh... in there.
2: Throw, throw some CryEngine in there. Just whip <laughs> just it up. I mean, you do see
0: the Havoc name quite a bit when yeah. you like up games. I just saw it on the so Google conference. I That's I why it was in my
2: brain. Hey, um, it's uh, yeah.
1: Havoc physics are in all the Halo games. You see yeah. the little yes. logo, yeah. and anytime you fire up Halo. So
0: Evolve, which is Turtle Rock's last game, if yeah. you remember that, um, was in the CryEngine. So, That's
1: right. Yeah, thanks for reminding us. How was that yeah. one received? Evolve. It, well, seriously, I, I'm glad was, you brought that up, because... Evolve was a very good game. We were talking about this in in, in the bullpen here mm-hmm. at IGN the other day. Their battle pass ruined it. Easily, I, yeah, the, 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 Their mi- pricing structures the, right. were atrocious. You're right. The microtransaction <laughs> thing was a disaster. Yeah. Um, they were. Remember, I mean, it, it, the beginning of this generation feels like a long time ago now, mm-hmm. and I yep. guess it kind of was, but the beginning of this generation a lot of the major first-person shooters that were coming out were were foregoing a proper campaign. And then everybody hated that. And I guess developers got their... They took the feedback and got their sea legs under them. And we started to see the, the campaigns come back. And now we're kind of back in that place where that's a, that's a thing again. But I feel like my point is to say that Evolve was one of the first of those major new mm-hmm. current generation games that came out. And I, I feel like they, they bore... And I'm not saying unfairly, but they they bore a lot of the 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 brunt of the public's ire of there not being a proper campaign. Right. To see
2: the fervor of Evolve pre-launch, people were massively stoked for that game. Yeah. And then the unfortunate structure of their sales strategy, basically, and just watch it all go down in flames. It's kind of a fascinating story in a depressing way, yeah. but it is just kind of fascinating how it completely 180ed, absolutely unraveled, and that game died. No, you're right. I mean, we we got to play we played
1: that game so many times before it came out because it's like they brought it here once, there was E3, there yeah. was this event, there was that event, like I don't I may have played that game more before launch than I've played than I got the chance to play any any game we cover. Like they oh, they brought it out a lot and I think Part of what happened with that game was, Evolve was ridiculously fun in those settings yeah. where you're in the room with people, mm-hmm. right. where you you can just yell at each other and cooperate, and if one you know, one of you is the monster at the end of the table, you mm-hmm. yell at that person <laughs> when they get you. But Evolve really lost something in the translation to to being the to the online experience where you know 99 point something percent of players weren't playing that game mm-hmm. in the same room with each other and it's it just wasn't the same and especially yeah. especially if you weren't playing with a group yep. if it was randoms and it's like it's not that it, it's not that it's a bad game but it's just like there is an element that was lost with that so i'm happy i'm so happy for Turtle turtle rock because it it seemed like you know evolve was 24 I believe it was 2014 if memory serves. And um, or maybe early not, 2015 did it get delayed too? Like it the was right
0: delayed and launched February 2015.
1: Thank you. Okay. Yes. But st- so that's now 4 years ago. So it, yeah. it's it's been a minute. And it, I feel like Turtle Rock kind of we just didn't hear anything about them for a long time and maybe they were working on this IP the new IP here back for Blood or
0: Yeah, and like that being what, said, but, it does make more sense that Turtle Rock could have something for Back for Blood at E3, considering how many years it's been. Yeah. So if this could be like their first show of like, hey, by the way, we're doing this just so you know. And then they did the full showing at E3.
1: Right. Would be nice. But I think that the last point on this is besides, again, I I, I I am treating this like Left 4 Dead 3 because Turtle Rock is treat. I think, <laughs> from this initial messaging, they're treating it like Left 4 Dead 3. Yes. And that makes me excited. Absolutely. And uh, what... What I'm curious of was, what do you guys think? Like, what are they've said they're gonna add to it because they have to. Like, the, there was basically there was ze- there was zero progression in Left 4 Dead One or Two because mm-hmm. that wasn't really an expected thing in gaming back then. But they're gonna have to bolt on some systems to you know with with carrots at the end of the of a stick now to keep people coming back over and over again to to back for blood.
2: Cosmetic progression works really well in a game like Apex Legends. You don't necessarily have to buy anything. I mean, you can. There's... The annual pass system seems to be largely accepted as long as there's an avenue to progress without monetarily purchasing right. it. So like uh Fortnite does a really good job of having uh here's some stuff you can get even if you don't buy anything, you can still progress, but if you want to get the the really cool stuff then you actually purchase the annual pass. And I, I, people seem mostly okay with that if it's done properly. So I I think I think that would be one way that fans would get on board without uh anybody getting upset. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people will always get upset, but I think it's a good, better balance. For sure.
1: And I guess the only other, only other thing I would bring up is, you know, is this the kind of game? I mean, I wonder if it will have any kind of campaign, but
2: uh, no. I bet no. Where money on the table.
1: Uh, <laughs> w- is it okay for something like this? Or w- is $60 going to work for this? Or has, have the Apex Legend? I know it's not, this isn't a battle royale. But, you know, I wonder if the pricing model will have to evolve along with the gameplay for something like
2: this. Could be free-to-play. Could be. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, Evolve did go free-to-play near the end of its life cycle. Right. They could have learned a lot from that avenue there've, of There
0: have also been a lot of other games out since then that have found the cadence of, like, what monetizing a free-to-play game looks like mm-hmm. um, beyond just just cosmetics. Um, and there's, like, a lot of different systems that they can, like, take inspiration from. So I think hopefully they'll have learned from all of that and, like, really ingested it and figured out whatever works best for them. I mean, even if you look at, like, something like Overwatch that you have to buy the base game, but then there are different cosmetics you can get, but the base game itself isn't, like, $60 or something. Right.
2: Or at least now. Fair point. There is a larger conversation we could jump off on into maybe for another show about how the free-to-play genre could be potentially corroding certain types of creativity in the industry because developers are leaning more in towards... Uh, repeatable modes as opposed to excellence in storytelling. Right. There are games that break the mold. God of War. We're seeing... Uh, what's up, What else is coming out soon? Sekiro, DMC. Yeah. And those games are fantastic. There's still a huge audience for that. And I hope that those... Continue to thrive. I mean, mo-
1: most of the Dice Award winners from the Dice Summit last month were single player games. Yeah, so Spider Man, yeah. right? You know, so yeah. it, it does. So, we're still we're we're hanging in there. We're, <laughs> we're doing well. All right, uh, Bethesda has confirmed. We've been talking a lot about E three on this show already. We talked last week about EA and their uh, the fact that EA is not doing a press conference, though they will be at E three. Outside of E3, (laughs) they're having the tailgating party outside of E3, as Brian Altano put it last week. But Bethesda confirms they will be there once again, and they will hold a press conference again. And simply put, thought I we'd take a few minutes. What do you guys think they're going to show? What's what's Bethesda got? What did they show last year? Uh, So the big thing, well, this probably the most memorable bit was. They did a little teaser trailer for Starfield, which mm-hmm. is Todd Howard's team's next, their new IP that they're working on. Skyrim. Uh, and then they did the, the extra Scrolls. teaser, thank you, yeah, for Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah.
0: um They also did the big demonstration for Fallout 76. That was like our first time getting a lot of actual information for it. Right. And Rage um, 2 as well. Yes. I predict that they'll actually go back into Fallout 76 and talk about expansions. Like you think so? No. Yes. I this think this is, is going to be the last time to be like, hey... By the way, we have this coming. I think it'll be super short. It's not mm-hmm. going to be long. It's going to be, hey, we have these things coming for those people who really love it. I mean, they're still supporting Elder Scrolls Online. Like they keep bringing it up at events. They keep trying to get us to go. But play those. but
2: Elder Scrolls and Online is as, as a footnote. I could see that, Miranda. Actually,
0: yeah. So yeah. it's like based on like what they've done with that in the card game they had. I forget. I always forget what it's called. Uh, is that Legends? Yeah. No.
2: Yes. When? Is it Gwen?
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's <laughs> the Witcher one. No, I think it <laughs> I, I think know. it's Legends. Yeah, Elder think, Scrolls Legends, I, I believe, is so. the card game.
0: Yeah. I mean they keep bringing up these like other <laughs> things that I even forget about a lot. Yeah, someone who loves Bethesda. Um so I think they will definitely give Fault76 some time.
1: See, I might we might have to make an In N Out lunch bet, a classic unlocked In-N Out Lunch Bet on this because I think that well is so poisoned. I don't even think Todd Howard will make a snarky remark about it. Wow. I think they're just going to sweep that under the rug and pretend that it never happened.
0: <laughs> All right, I, I will take that back. <laughs> All right,
1: we, we, so any any okay, mention no. <laughs> any mention of Fallout seventy six. So the the odds probably tilt in your favor on this one, but um, <laughs> I'm still willing to. I just think that's. I mean, that's the biggest disaster Bethesda's ever had. Uh, I mean, ever. Okay, well, there was uh, there was that one... What was that really bad game? Rogue Warrior? Remember that? Way back... No, in, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a 2 out of 10 on IGN. It was wow. something. Yeah, it was yeah. This, What? It was back right when Bethesda first started trying to become a publisher, mm-hmm. in addition to just a developer. Uh, they published this game. Yeah, look it up.
0: I'm writing it down right yeah, now. It was, I think
1: this it is coming up later.
2: It very bad. Um, but yeah, that, that was... Not anywhere. I remember near it's a blue man. He's like a military guy, right? I don't know. Yeah, I can't blue even. Tell it's yet. fine. <laughs> Get the song. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, Doom. Yeah, I think that's your headliner mm-hmm. for this year. Well, they're, they're they're talking about it on that Google conference right now a whole lot. Yes. They were the they were the game showing off all the tech and everything on the stage. So I would guess that what's it called? St- St- Stavia Stadia. 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 As the, in the new, it's a bunch of stadiums for everyone in the world to congregate uh, okay. in and stadia. play video games. Hmm. Stadia. I keep keep thinking Stevia Strava Stevie Nixia my running app.
0: <laughs> and the name's a little weird. Reminds me of medicine.
2: Yeah. Don't don't forget to take your stadia. <laughs> uh we laugh now, but in a year this will just oh, be yeah. like Oh yeah, I'm playing on my stadium. Yeah, that'll be what IGN work. covers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more yeah. than anything else. So they have this collaboration. That'll be a large focus, likely of their conference, and potentially uh, something more on whatever the Skyrim thing was and whatever Starfield was.
1: You mean Elder Scrolls Six? You mean?
2: Not yeah, Starfield. that's what I mean. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I think they're going to hold off on Elder Scrolls. I agree. They, yeah. they just want to like let us know. Yeah, that's happening. Also, that um, wasn't there. That Skyrim mobile game.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The Uh, blades. Blade, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, which uh, I got one right today. (laughs) (laughs) But again, I I played that at E3.
1: I didn't like it. I thought it was super boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I love Elder Scrolls, so I don't. Mm. I don't say that lightly. But um, sure, it was graphically beautiful, but I thought it was very boring. And I'll I'll give it another shot when it's actually out. Yeah. You know, hey, I played it. It's been nine months since I played that video game, so.
0: See if it's changed at all. I remember people saying that the phones that were, they were dimming on it got really, really hot.
1: Very hot. Very intense GPU action going yeah. on in that game, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think Doom Eternal is a big focus. Because if you remember, so they at uh, QuakeCon, they gave a big demo, like two seven-minute demos of the single player, mm-hmm. which it looks great. I, as an old-school Doom fan, there were a lot of neat little touches to, to the original Doom 2 which made me super happy. Uh, But I think they might show off some of the multiplayer. Do you think they'll
0: have Stadia on their stage? Do you think they'll be actually playing it? That's a good question.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, if they're maybe a quid pro quo situation. It it was such a large portion of this, and the fact that they brought out somebody from id to discuss it, I think that it'll definitely be a part of their conference.
1: Yeah, may very well. Mm -hmm. But you know, in Doom 2016, the, the multiplayer was the weak link. You know, everybody yeah. loved the campaign, and the you know the multiplayer was kind of regarded as yeah, it's okay. So I suspect uh, that they're
2: totally reworking multiplayer, and we'll see that at Bethesda's E3. Seeing we're getting uh, breaking news about Stadia that it's launching in two thousand nineteen, hmm. I would say most definitely we will be seeing it on its stage. Bethesda with, stage, with that, Bethesda stage yeah. sorry, yeah, it could yeah. could happen. Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, I mean, what else? You you kind of look at the rest of the Bethesda portfolio. Um, I think Tango is, pr- I mean, it's been t- uh, two calendar years. It's been a little bit since The Evil Within 2.
0: Right, right. So
1: I suspect, I think it'll kind of go one of two ways. I don't know how Evil Within 2 sold and it was received pretty well. Lucy O'Brien you know, I'd it.
0: Lucy would be <laughs> super happy, I'm sure.
1: But I, you know, if it did well, I suspect we may very well get an Evil Within 3 announcement, and that could even ship this That'd fall. That'd be cool. <laughs> it would be a, a two-year turnaround there. Or I wonder if Tango, if they might announce a new IP, tease it, and it would be a game that launches on Scarlet oh. and PS5 mm-hmm. next year.
2: Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that uh, happening as well. I'd be surprised if we don't see any Going back to the Elder Scrolls thought, I, I would be really surprised if they don't show anything at all because Fallout's not doing great for them. It's supposed to be like Fallout's time, right? Well, so I th- I think they'll lean on the Elder Scrolls announcement and show a trailer at the very least. That'll give us more to get hype. See, up.
1: I I think Miranda's totally right because they're mm. they're they're not working on Elder Scrolls Six. Like that team is working on Starfield.
0: Yeah, mm. I but, think they're going to lean more into Starfield. Maybe the Starfield trailer, like that, would be cool.
1: Right yeah. now, we got that super teasery, you know, just sort of a tone piece trailer last year. And I want to point out, uh, in case Destin, you haven't actually seen the email or the message. So the save the date announcement mm-hmm. for Bethesda Z three. I don't get those. You get me, in, right? That's <laughs> that's, that is, yeah. that's part of my job. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it is all. It is a bunch of Bethesda universe, Bethesda IP characters mm-hmm. all standing on a on a. On a ridge, hand in hand, looking up at the night sky, oh. and they're they're looking at a literal star field that's forming <laughs> the the letters be three their hashtag mm-hmm. in stars.
2: Yeah. so that was not know, seem- man. I think it's going to be Elder Scrolls still. <laughs> <laughs> Destin doubling down. Yeah. Doubling down, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doubling down there is, on there Elder Scroll. There's a
0: dragon in the sky but yeah. they've they've All
1: had right. a history of That's dragons, you know what? So. That's that's your new name. It's Double Down Destin. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a dragon.
2: they they've <laughs> done that star theme before. I could see it.
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean it just seems like Elder Scrolls is they just did that to get everybody off their back. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, we're gonna make we're it. We're making oh, it God. <laughs> we're, All right. But we're working on this new IP first for crying Come on, out loud. Mom. <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh and then I think the other one the, the, I guess two other ones. Remember uh was I think it yeah, it was last it was last year's Bethesda press conference. There was the uh the there was the They showed Youngblood, the Wolfenstein standalone expansion with the twin sisters. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen a word about that since, and it it doesn't seem like it's coming out before E3, so I suspect we'll see that again. And then uh, the the other one, Arcane. What's Arcane been doing? I mean, Mm. Dishonored 2 was a good little while ago now, and... As As Alana would would tearfully point <laughs> out, it was an, an incredible game that just didn't sell, and we would always lament the release dates, the fall yeah. release dates for those games. I I would my my gut tells me there will, that Dishonored is over and that Arcane's doing a new IP. Yeah,
0: I'd be okay with that. I I really like seeing their IPs and like what their thoughts on those are. So. I would be interested in seeing them building out a new world. Yeah, as much as I love the Dishonored universe. Sure, I mean they, I love
2: they, new IPs, so I'm out yeah.
0: for that.
1: They did two full Dishonoreds. They did the standalone expansion, uh, not this past holiday, but wasn't it the one before? I don't know. I can't even keep track of
2: time yeah. anymore. Yeah,
0: and then Prey was out in 2017,
2: that which was a different Arcane yeah. team. Yeah, um, they're still working on something. Prey That's was true. really interesting, but it was just kind of like they had that really okay. neat update though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Bethesda's
1: got plenty of stuff that they, they can show off. They, I would expect a, a good conference from them. They typically they typically uh, have some good stuff to show. Okay, so we're down to about 15 minutes before we've got to shuttle Miranda out of here to get to her appointment. And I want to talk about uh, two quick things. No Man's Sky continues to build uh, and build and build and build, which... Uh, and that's sort of the point i wanted to make i know we talked about this with the next update but you know you can say whatever you want about how they how it was marketed how it the state it launched in but my goodness have has hello games just put their heads down ate their humble pie and and just continued to work and work and work to make no man's sky a, a heck of a game they've just announced no man's sky beyond which is a new mega-update similar to Next that they're working on. And the first part of that will be a free update, No Man's Sky Online. It'll arrive this summer on all the platforms and contain three major updates rolled into one larger free release, as I said. Uh, The first and only, uh, only currently known component is No Man's Sky Online. Sean Murray himself saying, quote, No Man's Sky Online includes a radical new social and multiplayer experience which empowers players everywhere in the universe to meet and play together. Now, he isn't calling it a traditional MMO, though it will have, quote, many recognizable online elements. There's no subscription, no microtransactions, just a, a free update. But, um, yeah, I I can't help but but tip the old cap to to hello for continuing to build this.
2: And here's the thing. I think the Internet would agree with you. A lot of them are like, you know— no Man's Sky did not launch in a great place, to put it mildly. That's what the internet would say with that <laughs> level of uh, fervor. Yeah. <laughs> and But I am so happy with what No Man's Sky has done since then. And it's to the point where people are also looking at Anthem, and they're like, here's what No Man's Sky has managed to do one year later. Anthem, can you do the same thing and turn around your game? Because people see the potential there also. And I, I think there is a hope out there that other companies can, if they they have launched in a poor state. Turn it around in yeah. a year's time. I
1: mean, we yeah. saw it with uh, the Division One. You know, it was sort of yeah. turned south, but then the 1.8 yep. update really, you know, so bolstered it. I guess. And Division Two is out now, and people are really digging it so far. Yeah, and and I guess it gives me a little glimmer of hope for for the state of discourse that we that we lament a lot of times uh, around here. That that you know, if a developer. Okay, yeah, I mean something. You're asking money for something, and it launches in a state that's that's not uh, up to its potential. But you you just cited those those three examples, Destin, of developers who who put their heads down, they put in the time, they put in the work, and you know I you don't see people hating on No Man's Sky anymore. Like the the even the most you know the the, the vocal most vocal of the of the pitchfork and torch mob seems to have if not necessarily for quote unquote forgiven hello games they've they've put their pitchfork and torch down
2: yeah i think after a while anger dissipates and when you see somebody really put their heart and soul into correcting a problem and making it better it, it's it's kind of hard to maintain that level of anger that you initially had now i'm not saying launching games in a state like that is okay no but i am saying it's great to see studios come together and correct those mistakes i'm not aware of like when they're free especially (laughs) when they're free yeah like i'm I'm not in their world i don't know what challenges they're dealing with or what pressures that they have and i'm also not uh apologizing for them i'm not trying to be an apologist yes you should launch your games in a better state but you got to give them credit where credit's due they did the work they made it better and they did it for free for the community, yeah.
1: and and Anthem seems to be going through that
2: right now. I mean, they're it, in the hate phase right now, yeah. for sure. Uh, the developers are definitely heads down. They've gone mostly quiet on the comms, and it seems like they are correct course correcting. Yeah, Ho- hopefully that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: And then uh, finally, this week, Battlefield Five, the fire. We were talking about this with Apex a yeah. couple weeks ago. Firestorm, their battlefields, battle royale is out on March 25th as a free update. 64-player Battle Royale with the option to play solo or in squads of four. It's on a new map called Halvoy. EA says it's, quote, Battlefield's biggest map ever, roughly 10 times the size of Battlefield 5's Hamada map, and will have, quote, expansive terrain that ranges from snow-covered mountains to open waterfronts and everything in between. I'm really curious to see what uh, what the community does with this. hmm cuz it's I just don't know. You know, after Apex with you, know, you get Blackout out there. You got Apex out there. You got uh, PUBG you know doing its thing. Like I'm curious to see what what uh, how much how much uh, of
2: a spike you see on <laughs> on Google Trends for for Firestorm. I say this with no pleasure. I think it comes out it's people dip their toe in for a week. They check it out. All the influencer sponsorship money to like hey, play our game. Uh, goes through its thing and then it kind of dips down into like the second or third tier category on uh, Twitch and such, and interest right. sort of wanes. And well, what if it's really good though? See, that's the thing like Apex came out of nowhere and it's great. What yeah. if this
1: is great too? Then probably a lesser game gets bumped down the list. I don't know what you know, that'll be up to the community to decide.
2: Battlefield yeah. 5 is a known quantity, I think people know what to expect with the gameplay. Apex Legends. Uh, invigorated the genre and introduced new yeah. gameplay mechanics and I don't think Battlefield 5 is going to be able to do that. I think Apex's tone window.
0: is also very different from anything. It's like Correct. more similar to Fortnite, but without yeah. that level of playfulness. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what some people have gravitated to. Um, I definitely enjoy that like the idea is like you're playing in an actual game and like this is supposed to be like a sport. And right. the characters are really interesting and fun. Um, and there are a lot of the more serious, like, more realistic um, Battle Royale already, like PUBG, of course, yeah. and then Blackout and now this. Um, I think with Firestorm, like, having vehicles and having at least Solo is probably appealing to some people since Apex doesn't have that. Um, but I don't know. Like, I'm for sure not interested at all. Like, I, I kind of and, feel bad, but meh. Yeah,
1: hey, it is what yeah. it is. And, and the big thing, you know, we talked about this when we were talking about Apex uh, and this a few weeks ago. Battlefield costs money. You know, this yeah. is a free update for a game that costs money whereas mm-hmm. Apex is totally free. So that's yeah. no that barrier to entry. Exactly right. So, we'll see what happens, but March 25th if you're a Battlefield fan, you've been waiting for this. March 25th is the date to check out. All right. Loot box real quick. A listener whose gamer tag is Crook Eye. It's an interesting one. Says, "Why have developers of Xbox games abandoned LAN functionality?" In my eyes, especially because of Halo parties, it's one of the main reasons Xbox originally made an
2: impact because the world has the internet and it's much easier to just connect that way. Yeah. And also like I think we're all kind of in our own little boxes like this is a deeper conversation it about is social structure currently in the world and how we're all living through Twitter and Facebook and have no <laughs> anger filters anymore and don't get to see the reactions of other human beings when we say mean things. And uh, yeah, land parties were a special experience yeah, and they were was. absolutely fantastic. Why did they stop supporting it? Because people want to be in their own little safe bubble, I think.
0: My 16th birthday was land party.
2: Nice. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. I, nice. I miss land so I parties a lot. Yeah. Hanging out They're with your cool. friends. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have so many fond memories of LAN parties. Um, just it, and <laughs> I'm so old. But it, when I was a kid, it was so well. Diablo two. I remember when Diablo two came out, which was in 2000. Mm-hmm. It was you know there were no flat panel monitors. They were only CR- CRTs, oh, big, okay. heavy CRTs. So you had to bring your entire computer, yeah. your big, heavy desktop, your big, heavy CRT monitor, all the cables, BYOC. All, the, oh, all the networking geez. gear, and we had to hook up the network. Oh, it, was, it was like such a... Just getting set up was such a hassle compared compared to now. <laughs> but yeah, man, LAN parties were were great. And I agree, like they were a great staple of the early Xbox years, but I think most people sort of remember that that are remembering LAN parties fondly with with Xbox and Xbox parties. Yeah, it was that was before Xbox Live launched. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right, Destin. It is we have a we have. I don't want to say evolved because I don't know <laughs> if it's for better or for worse. It may be de- devolved. Yeah, I'm not it just sure.
0: Moved but beyond it,
1: yeah, it's uh. And so the reason developers don't support it is because the the percentage of players that would actually use the feature is realistically, it's so inconsequentially small that it's just not worth the developer's yeah. bandwidth. And I mean, I, I guess I, I'm i saying that I'm... That's my opinion. I'm not a developer who's actually had to make that choice on a project. I don't want to sound like I'm speaking for game developers, but I'm pretty sure that's the answer.
2: Well, one additional thing. Uh, internet speeds have kind of fixed themselves, so that's you don't a good necessarily point need that. You can still yeah. have LAN parties. You just bring four consoles and you set them all up and you play together. I saw people doing this for Anthem's launch and they were having yeah. a good time together, you know, just hanging out over the weekend, playing that game. So these things still happen. It's just using a different infrastructure. Yeah, that's a great point. It's mm-hmm. a great point. Uh, thank you, CrookEye. If
1: you want to make a friend on Xbox Live, gamer tag CrookEye.
2: Throw a lion party, I'll be
1: there. Yes. Quickly, unlock block trivia... Poor Brandon doesn't get a shot this week, but I'm going to uh-huh. give this chance to you guys. So I remember this one vividly. I, I got this one right. We'll see how well. Now Miranda, this is this is a test of your Gears fandom, right here. I
0: know. I already feel bad because I don't know it. <laughs> I
1: think I know. We'll it. give this a try. So Stephen Lamont, Steve, thank you, Stephen, for sending in this uh, the unlock block trivia question. Hey, remember the Gears of War meat cube that was shown in a tech demo? Because it is GDC week, and this was shown at GDC. Which Gears game was that f- Meat Cube used as a tech demonstration for, and thus part of the marketing of? Was that for the original Gears of War? Was it for Gears 2,
2: 3, or Judgment? Do you guys remember the Meat Cube? I'm 25% sure I know the answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, the same same, yeah, same one Uh
1: Well, who wants to go first?
0: Destin.
2: Uh, Gears 2. I'm pretty sure it was Gears 2.
1: Okay, Miranda? That's
0: what I was going to guess as well.
1: Yes? Yes. Okay, so everybody's saying Gears 2. You're both correct. Yeah. Yes. It was Gears of War
2: 2. You know, I, I remember like, it being super weird.
0: Right, I was 3. like, they wouldn't yeah. show it with the first years, but the second makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was probably when they push that meatiness of it. Yeah, because they were <laughs> like,
2: look at our new tech. Here's our, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that was like Unreal Engine 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, love it. Yeah. If you would like to participate out there in the Unlocked audience in either the Loot Box or the Unlocked Block Trivia Challenge, hey, we need good questions for both, so send them in. The email address is unlocked at IGN.com. And if you're sending in an Unlocked Block Trivia question, please include four multiple-choice answers and note the correct one in your email. All right, we're going to get on our way here and get back to our busy GDC week. We'll see what happened with the rest of the Google Stadia announcement. Miranda will get to her panel. I've got a, uh, I've got probably the highest-profile unfiltered guest coming in today that I've ever had, which wow. I'm very excited so cool. about. i got to get ready for that. I'm, I'm dressed for it, though you can't see me anymore. You look very nice. Ryan
2: looks I very I get, handsome I get today. I've got to
1: get the tie going, going, the whole thing. Very professional. That's what I, tr- I try. <laughs> Once a month, I try yeah. around a very here. good shade of blue. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you.
2: Nice. I did not shave today. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. And, uh, yeah, I've been plugging Unfiltered in the Bonnie Ross interview, so hopefully by now you've taken me up on that and checked it out.
2: Destin. Watch me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. I have video over there. I play video games. I like them. You can also check me out on Twitter, twitter.com slash Legary And my season of The Drifter review should be done today. So you can check out what I think of the second entry into the Destiny 2 annual pass. That will be on IGN. I basically don't stop working ever. So I have, I might have a problem that I should probably talk to. I saw your, about. Yeah. you were at Disneyland. You, I'll bet you. Weren't, oh yes, I you weren't. <laughs> yeah, you weren't I playing Destiny breaks. at Disneyland. I no, hope no, I was not. I was hanging out with my buddy Mike Oransky. We <laughs> went to Disneyland, and my girlfriend playing. Uh, really good time, really really good. Time. Okay. It, the
1: pictures yeah. looked. I was like, so yeah. I was a happy for you and b yeah. also super jealous. I was like, yeah. I want to be at Disneyland too.
2: It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, all the beignets they had
1: butterscotch
2: beignets. Oh no, Ooh. they what? were really good. What? Wait, oh, was no. that
1: over over in the in the uh, cafe like the yeah, New yeah. Orleans area in the yeah. Orleans
2: Square there? Yeah, they were like, so we have butterscotch. And I'm like, yes, what? yes, butterscotch <laughs> and plain, please both. So, how was it? Was it better than the the amazing regular ones? Or just different. That's almost blasphemy mm. to claim, but I would say I liked it quite a bit to wow. the point where we got a second batch.
1: Ooh. You got to do it.
2: Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. You get a mint julep while you're over there too. We didn't do the mint julep. I like
1: that. I like yeah. Mint julep works best in the summertime though, when mm. it's super hot. Uh, they
2: had raspberry Dole Whip though. That was raspberry. Raspberry. So interesting. <laughs> the, the part behind. They have a new area behind it where they do like uh, st- uh, buns with meat in them, and then they do. I don't know what they're called, but uh, they also buns? do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they they also do meat um, bread, raspberry, and orange. Um, dole whip. whip.
1: See, yeah. over in California Adventure, there's yeah. the there's the abominable like snowman, whatever it's called, stand mm-hmm. over on the kind of boardwalk area yeah. uh, that has the the lemon ones, Ooh. which. I didn't think they were as good mm-hmm. as the classic Pineapple Dole Whip,
2: but I, yeah. I would give... Uh, R- raspberry was decent. That sounds, that sounds decent. pretty good. I love raspberry stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah.
0: just decent.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it was
2: great. I'm uh, <laughs> sorry, it was
1: very good. Welcome to Disney Cast. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited for the opening of Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge this summer. <laughs> anyway, uh, Miranda, take us home.
0: I've never been to Disneyland. Wait, so what? Listening. wait, hold on, so like, wow, well, oh, that's long you know. ago. Okay, I've been to it. Disney World and I've okay. been to Tokyo okay. Disney Sea oh. several times. Oh, all right. So I've been to a okay. Disney, but okay. I am making plans to go to Disneyland since so it's all very helpful for my research and what I'm going to do when I get there.
1: Oh yeah, you've got. You got a lot of super fans in the office. Yeah. You can get, lean on. get the uh, Max Pass. It's
2: like okay. 30 bucks extra. They go to any photographer in the place, they'll take amazing photos for you. That's where most of the photos that I was tweeting oh, were from. Okay. They go to the mobile yeah, app on your phone. It. You I can agree. download them, wow. they look great. Uh, you can also fast pass on your phone. So you just set an alarm. Right. My next fast pass is up. You hit the next ride you want to get, and you can hit a lot. Yeah. There is a Agreed. big blackout window for the new Star Wars stuff. <laughs> So be sure you oh, right, you plan right. in advance. Maybe because, we'll go
0: before Star yeah. Wars because I, I love yeah. Star Wars, but I don't want to deal with that. It's gonna be crazy yeah. for years. So
2: you gotta get there before
1: May thirty first, because okay. that's when yeah. Galaxy's Edge it's opens.
0: Probably and a lot a call, is anyway.
2: Like the the castle's covered up right now, so oh, the sort fine. of setting it's gonna be a whole okay. thing. Sorry. That's
0: fine. <laughs> okay. That works for me. No less or fewer people will be there, hopefully.
2: Maybe. I got I got your Disneyland strats. Okay. Hit me up if you <laughs> Thank need, you. If you need help,
0: well, um, yeah. for not Disneyland things, you can follow me at havoc gross. That's havoc with the K on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I don't know what I've been doing. I've been doing so many things; that it's actually hard to keep track of it. So I guess just tune into my social media, to see what I've been posting. Um, definitely have a lot of previews coming up. I'm sure from this week, we got some, we're going to check some, out some GDC games and then probably cover some panels. Um, I've been working on the Apex Legends guide since season one just launched today, so please check that out if you have any questions, or if you just want to see what's in the Battle Pass, because I made a very pretty page with all the Battle Pass things, including tips on how to level up faster.
1: Yeah, so. everybody inside this building and yeah. outside of it appreciates all your hard work that's yeah. gone into Thank you. That, that guide for the biggest game on the planet right now, yeah, Apex Legends. I think Legends. it's
0: uh, my favorite of 2019 so far. Cool. It's, so.
1: I mean, Yeah. You, play constantly it's a great it's fantastic experience it's going to be it's going to be in the mix come game of the year time i'm
2: sure yeah how many times have you won probably a few by now right a,
0: a lot yeah but <laughs> yeah. you can't really track it because the, st- the stats that you can actually view in your legends pages mm-hmm. are only tracking how many wins you have with a full squad oh so if you're in a party i think is what it does is it tracks that or something like that because it oh, definitely okay. wasn't this number that i had actually won yeah so yeah can't really tell
1: yeah all right all right all right we're out of here uh this was unlock 386 uh good to be back in the the audio room where yeah we don't even we don't even need to clean up we just so show long. up and be schlubby and i'm not wearing pants no one no one knows the <laughs> difference all right for miranda and destin i'm ryan this was unlock 386 we'll see you next week Bye, man.